Hey guys, welcome to this episode of the podcast where I sit down with Derek Carlton again to talk about Bears, but it's uh, almost to the end of the season. If you if you haven't filled your tag yet, you got about two weeks left and uh, there's still time. And so this episode is for those of you that still have a tag left or maybe who have even filled a tag, but you want to get late, later uh, spring tactics for Bears in Oregon. Uh, but this is going to be a great podcast, kind of a shot in the arm for the folks that still have tags out there, maybe that are frustrated, haven't been seeing bears, maybe they missed a bear, haven't got another opportunity to another one. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of scenarios out there just with the uh, folks ending up without filling their tag or frustrated. So uh, this one is basically for you. And uh, hopefully this ep- episode gives you some ammunition, some motivation to go out there and get it done. So uh, as always, guys, if you can, leave a five-star review on iTunes, Podbean, doesn't matter. Uh, reviews do help the, the show get found and grow. And uh, if you have time, go on to www.onpointpodcast.com and sign up for the newsletter. Um, you know, we're actually getting quite a few people to sign up. I, I didn't realize we had, you know, I think we're over 300 now, but, um, so, you know, we got like another 9,700 to the goal. <laughs> so if you can help me hit that goal, I know it's a lofty goal, but eventually I want to have a ton of people on a news list that we can send, uh, great offers to for like discounts and, and update what content's coming out and, you know, just basically keep people updated with what the show has got going on and then try and save people money. So uh, outside of that, guys, great episode, and I hope you enjoy. I'll see you at the end. Thanks for coming back down again. I just need to, like, put your name on the podcast or something. <laughs> no, dude, no worries. <laughs> on point with Derek. It's a, it's a blast coming down here. <laughs> so uh, this is going to be, we are talking before we started here about what my intentions were with this uh, episode. And, you know, this is meant to be a shot in the arm of encouragement and uplifting and motivation and um, hopefully all the good things, all good vibes for the guys that are out there getting their ass kicked right now. Exactly. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're going to try to cover that for you guys. <laughs> so uh, I'm, I'm in that pool. Um, I don't really need the encouragement because I had a good trip last outing, but um, and I didn't kill anything. I just, I just had a good trip. But, um, you know, I've before last time we went out, I'd only seen four bears and I went out probably 15 to 16 times, 17 times. Gotcha. And, um, passed up, I passed up legitimately passed up, uh, four bears, nothing over, uh, 150. got screwed a couple times by other hunters. You know, I mean, it's public land. Exactly. It happens. And, uh, you know, just it's hunting, it's hunting. And there's other guys that I know are struggling that are absolute, great bear hunters um but they're having you know they've seen two bears this year or six bears this year and it's usually they're around like 20 or 30 so i've got my own theories about what's going on i want to talk to you and hear what you think what's going on because you've kind of noticed a change in the in the i guess the bear climate as well yep um and so just kind of get into the you know if you aren't seeing bears what do you do so basically with that aspect of things is just like the hunting nowadays and, in, in, you know, all aspects, there's getting more people into the industry, which is great. Right. Um, you're getting more people involved and stuff like that. But with the bear season is it didn't used to be too popular a few years ago. Um, now you're starting to get more people out there, more people in the woods during this time of the year, which never used to be in this case. But um, what I've noticed this year is some of the bears are coming out a lot later. There's more people driving, more people in the woods. Um, but the cool thing is, is a, 
which I guess this is going to be a good um, thing for people to learn, is not many people are actually sitting very long on a unit. Yeah. So like what we covered in uh, the previous podcast is um, you need to be like waiting a lot longer on those units. So like what I would do is go around, find, I don't know, maybe a few units that were, you know, have a lot better um, like feed or mm-hmm. signing them. And uh, once I do that, then I keep going back and back and um, you sit a lot longer in those units, like maybe 30 minutes to an hour, two hours, three hours. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a lot better, you know, you have a better chance of finding those bears. Right. Well, I know the spots I've been seeing bears, it's like, what in the hell are you doing there? Like, this is a main road. You're 200 yards off the main road. And then uh, some of them are like, okay, I know why you're there. You're, you're going to die of old age. Uh, but most of them are like, what in the hell are you doing here? And then I talk to other guys and they're like, oh yeah, yeah. That one's been up here like three or four times now. I'm like, are you kidding me? And no one's (laughs) shot it yet. Yeah. And, uh, no one's seen the cell. I haven't seen the cell in a while and no one else has seen her. So I'm thinking maybe somebody scooped her up, which sucks because she's 125 pounds and has a white chest patch. Yeah. And I'm like, that'd be cool genetic to keep spreading in that area. You know, I'm not sure how the the color of the bear is decided mm-hmm. but you know that's a bear until she gets really big without cubs i wouldn't shoot her gotcha um, yeah although i did try and kill her with my bow <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's besides the point but that's know, besides yeah. the point if i can get it done with my bow then i'll let it slide but yeah so um you know I, most bears i've been seeing uh the smallest one being about 80 pounds by itself to the biggest one being about um Mine, mine, this last outing was about 150 max, max, and just nothing I really wanted to pull the trigger on, you know? Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, I've noticed that a lot. I mean, you know, don't be discouraged when I say that. I've seen maybe 26 to 29 bears so far this year, <laughs> um, and I have seen a lot smaller bears than I normally do. There was, I mean, there was a few good days um, when the temperature was just right. It seemed like a little bit overcast, and the bears were moving out. I saw quite a few. There was one I really wish I didn't pass up. Um, yeah. When you sent me the video of that one, dude, I'm like, oh, my Yeah, God. I, uh, that, that was a little <laughs> premature. I um, First bear in the morning, I'm like, oh, shoot, you know, this is still early. I mean, I was just excited to see that one. I didn't yeah. really spend too much time looking at it and then uh <laughs> went to the next spot and was sitting there glassing a couple hours went by and i'm like oh, i'm gonna go back and look at that video and i'm like oh, man i can't believe yeah i did not do that was that. a stud bear and never saw it again actually i take that back um here recently we were up there hunting and uh i was glassing that same area i mean it could have been the same bear could have not been i mean it's you're glassing a long ways away mm-hmm. but um there was a same bear in that same spot but obviously i didn't have a tag mm-hmm. um that's know, right because you filled your tag i did when did you fill your tag? Oh, shoot. I don't even remember. I had to go back and look on the date. It was maybe like April 18th or something like that. Yeah, I don't <laughs> even still know. still pretty early. Yeah. Yeah. And that was the, uh, how many bears had you seen when you shot your bear? Oh, shoot. I don't even remember. Um, <laughs> I want to say I was in like the 15 or something like that. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's. That's funny. The cool thing with the bear that I ended up shooting is a few years ago, actually been last year, um, I've seen this bear in the same unit for I don't know, three, four years. And, uh, I have a thing I like to, you know, obviously shooting big bears is cool, but I try to go towards the ones that are really old. Mm. You know, like I posted a thing, you know, previously we talked about in the podcast where Mm -hmm. I had the one that was 17, one was 20. Right. Um, I find that more fascinating than shooting a 400 something pound bear, you know, because you know, maybe those ones were both sows and actually the one you'd be surprised when I shot the issue was a sow as well. Really? It was big one. It was. So she's been in the same unit that I've seen personally for about four years. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the first time I saw her, she had three cubs 
and then obviously the following year they don't you know they'll still have the, the cubs hanging around and uh, i knew she was old then but um we didn't want to shoot her because she had cubs mm-hmm. and um you know the years kind of go by this year once every once in a while and uh last year on opening day that uh sal was back out in the unit my brother missed it oh i know he got a little excited and uh, that was the only time I saw that bear all year long last year. Um, and then uh, this year I went back that same spot and um, you can tell that she's had tons of cubs because in this one unit, you know, I've seen like four to five bears all the time. You know, mm. you'd, you'd have the ones that were, you know, like you were saying, like the, the hundred pounds, like 150 mm-hmm. pounds yeah. um, that you could pretty much bet were her offspring. Um, and I went back there one evening after work. It was just a complete cluster screw. I was like, I'll just run out there after work. It'll be fine. Hit the one <laughs> unit, get halfway out there, and I forgot my rangefinder. Oh. <laughs> and uh, had to go all the way back. I mean, it's a long shot for the most part out yeah. there, so I, you need to, to make a good shot having my rangefinder. Mm-hmm. So luckily I buzzed back to the house, grabbed that, went up there, got there, you know, within like maybe an hour before dark, parked, walked all the way in there and, uh, was sitting there and I spotted four bears. There was two all the way up and I'm guessing that there were twins. Um, they were probably about two years old mm. and, uh, watched them for a while and I'm like, Oh, that's pretty neat. And then I had a smaller bear, um, come down at the complete bottom and I'm guessing it was a younger boar. I don't know if I posted a picture of that one or not. I think I did. Um, and he just fed around and then right before dark, um, that one fit out at the top of the unit and I knew I'm like, Oh gosh, that that's her. <laughs> I thought it was a boar at first, just by the way it was walking. Um, but more I looked at it, I, I figured out that was her and I was like, okay, I gotta, I gotta hit it. That's and cool. so, um, it was a good bear, a great hide, super old. Um, she was really completely almost, uh, bald in her teeth, wore all the way down. And so how was, old do you think that bear was? I mean, you're imagining you're going to get it aged. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I mean, I'd be really surprised. Um, I know she's probably over 15. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah, crazy. Cause basing that off my other bears, um, unless you just grind it on rocks the whole entire time, yeah. <laughs> her teeth are very similar and if not less than some of the really. And so I, I find it really cool that you're shooting these older bears and, and eventually as old sow like that's going to become barren. Exactly. And, and, and so, yes, yeah, so she didn't have any cubs. Yeah. Um, and so I'm guessing that, you know, maybe this year, maybe the next one or whatever, I'm actually surprised that she's even had cubs the last couple of years hmm. just because, um, talking to some of the biologists is once they get to a certain age, they can or cannot have cubs anymore. It just totally depends on how, you know, how they're all working. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was excited to, to get that one out of there. Big boar is always cool, but yeah, it's cool having some old warriors. No, I'm, I'm the same way with, with, with deer. And, uh, and, and it's just really cool to kind of go after those, those ones that you know are older. Like maybe you've seen them a few years in a row now and you can't kill them. Yeah. And then finally when you do, it's like, I know you're old. Like, Yep. I'm going to age you and exactly. you send your tooth into the ODF and W, but, and that's something cool I like about bear hunting is that you can always send your tooth in. And then a year later you find out, Oh shit, this thing was like 19 and a half years. Exactly. Old. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So you, uh, you filled your tag. I did. Within the first, within the first three weeks of season. And then, uh, you guys have filled some other tags on top of that. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Um, I had one of my uh, good buddies, Bryce, he lived down out of Medford and uh, he came up last year and uh, last year was kind of his first four in uh, four into like hunting bears. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had one day, it seems like we always got one day, you know, he, he works down there a lot. So he gets, you know, very, you know, minor schedule to come up and hunt. So he came up, I think it was like a Friday or a Saturday evening, and, uh, we had one day to hunt. I can't remember if it was a Saturday or Sunday that we ended up going out, but, um, 
we were heading down towards the coast and I told him, I was like, Hey, you don't mind walking, do you? And he's like, no, I'm totally fine. <laughs> and the spot that we end up going to is there's a lot of pressure down on the coast, but there's a lot of stuff that is, you know, lock gates that are, you know, open to, to walk in, mm-hmm. um, just no motorized vehicles or anything. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so the, you know, I wanted to go back to, no one's been there all year and it's 4.1 miles, one direction uphill for one unit for basically one unit really yeah <laughs> but uh it's a good unit and um so we end up making the long, we started walking at nine in the morning is when we got down there we uh, accidentally mm. slept in um but that's minor details <laughs> and uh, we made all the way back in there and uh it was with shoot maybe 30 minutes that we got back to that unit um spotted that bear and uh, he shot it, and we didn't get home till I don't even think we got back the truck till like six at night. Oh, really? Yeah, it was it was a long, but I mean it's worth it. And that's that's a you know kind of the thing that we're wanting to tell people is, um, you know, if you're struggling to find something right now, if you're if you're getting discouraged, and yeah. you know, start thinking about how long are you sitting on a unit? You know, bears are like any other animal. If you pull up to a unit, you know, and you're driving your truck, where you have a diesel or whatever, there's road noise, you know. A lot of times, those animals are going to just work their way right back into the uh, right. the timber or reprod or whatever it is. Right. And um, if you get there for a while, you don't see nothing, shoot, sit 20 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour, whatever you feel comfortable, mm-hmm. and uh, give those animals a chance to come back out. Um, or if you're looking at, you know, areas on Onyx or whatever, you know, don't be afraid to, to hike two, three miles back in an area that looks good because if it's locked, majority of the reason is there's nobody going to be walking back there. Right. Um, and obviously your odds are going to go away because there's nobody driving in there looking in the unit. You're going to be on foot. Right. Well, you're kind of getting into some areas that, that you know, it's it's hard to prove because obviously it's really not provable. But I do have some theories on why guys aren't seeing bears this year. And I think you've already kind of hit on it is that it, I'd say probably starting about five or six years ago, it was starting kind of get that wave of bear hunting. It was like, because I started getting into it about three to four years ago, and I know it was on the rise back then. So I'd say that within the last five to six years, bear hunting's really, really been on the rise in Oregon for popularity. And it just seems um, every year there's more people in the woods. So kind of like these low-hanging fruit uh, has been getting picked. Exactly. The the ones right off the roads, the ones that weren't, you know, they were there the whole time, but now that people are getting out, they're getting shot. Um, and so you're having to start work to work for them and, and find these spots that aren't getting hit as much. And, uh, you know, I started off the podcast by saying, I've seen some bears in some pretty stupid spots if you're wanting to live. Yep. So there's still, there's still some there, but these are tiny bears. Um, I haven't seen any really big studs in really stupid spots this year. Exactly. And, uh, and the ones that are getting killed are behind gates. They're ones that are getting killed. You have to walk into, or the road slid out, or for some reason you cannot drive to that unit. Right. So I, I kind of feel like the low hanging fruit theory has some weight there because you're still seeing a shit ton of bears and you're not the one of these guys like me that's driving from unit to unit and then sitting on a unit uh, for the most part. Yeah. Um, so I mean, what, where are you at with that? What's your theories? On oh, dude, that? I'm a hundred percent with you. There's, there's so much road noise nowadays and, and it's kind of like a, you can go both directions. Um, you know, if you're in an area that has lots of units and you're the last 20 minutes or 30 minutes or whatever the case may be, 
of you know of light you're wanting to go around bounce around hit all these units because you got 10 units to look into yep. five to look and you're like oh there, there could be a bear in any one of those right but you have to realize is when you're flying around noise travels so if you ever notice when you're sitting on a landing you hear somebody you know oh, way yeah. before you even see them you hear the gravel popping oh yeah the animals hear better than we do mm-hmm. and so they hear that same thing they they'll bed down they'll move out you know there's occasion that they'll, they'll sit out there um but those are the ones that get shot yeah um, and it's starting to be that these animals are starting to, to wise up a little bit more, especially the bears, because shoot back in the day, you know, four or five years ago, you could literally drive up to the darn things, you know, in spring <laughs> yeah. season. I mean, it was not yeah. difficult. I mean, right. it, it really was not that difficult. Um, but now it's, uh, you know, even I catch myself, it's going, you know, God dang, you know, looking around going, where can I go now? Where, where have people haven't been? That's mm-hmm. the hardest thing is where, ha- you know, where, where somebody haven't been, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Well, I, I can tell you that uh, the unit that uh, we had a stellar night, and I haven't really, um, I've talked about it a little bit on Instagram, but um, we, I was sitting at four bears until, was it last Sunday or Saturday? Yeah. And Tanner and I went out, and uh, shout out to Tanner, and uh, we went for an evening. I think we left my house at like four thirty, five 5 o'clock, something like that. So we're getting out pretty late. And uh, we go up, and we... Bombed us some units and nothing, nothing, nothing. And then, um, and I told him, you know, this unit here, if I believe if a guy sat here, he would see a bear just sat there. And he's like, well, why don't we go do that? And I was like, all right, fuck it. You know, like, sure, let's go try it. Yeah. And uh, we'll, we'll spend our last hour, you know, 45 minutes of daylight there. And uh, 20 minutes later, there's a bear. Oh, hey, there's a bear. Oh, wait. There's three more bears over here. Yep. And, oh, there's another bear. And so we saw nine bears just sitting. And in, in, uh, actually, we switched spots across the canyon. But we saw basically nine bears out of one drainage. Exactly. And uh, three of them you'll never, I don't think, will ever be killed uh, because they're in a spot where you'd have to have repelling gear or a helicopter. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or the world's biggest 50 cal. Exactly. Uh, and you're just gonna, you're just not going to kill them. I mean, I've seen legitimate 400, 450 pound bears on that cliff before, and I don't even look over there 90% of the time, but I wanted to see a bear that night. Yep. So I looked over there and, and up, oh, yep, there he is. I'm like halfway pissed off now. Like, can't kill that one. Oh, there's two more I can't kill. Exactly. So um, those are hard to get to bears. Right. That's yep. why they're there. And then we found some that, you know, if you're going to shoot one in this drainage, you got to have a gun that can shoot 800 yards. And that's why those bears are there. Exactly. And so uh, I guess if, if you were going to give somebody advice that is hitting all their usual spots, that's not seeing bears. Yeah. What would you say? to them? I would tell them to take their time. Mm-hmm. And really, and you know, we, we talked about this earlier is it, it is so key. You know, I can't like stress this enough is you have to pay attention to what the stumps and what the stuff looks like in the units because you can be on the best looking unit in the Mm -hmm. entire place but if you don't have stumps tore up if you don't have noticeable sign of there's something actively in there Mm -hmm. i mean occasions you'll get a bear that's out there and just straight grass and and you know untouched unit but it is it's very unlikely right you know i mean the one that bryce killed this year there was maybe only two stumps that were tore up on that hillside, you go a unit over and it's just insane. Hmm. But, you know, they're working all the way through that. But you got to find units that have, you know, like bear sign in them, mm-hmm. stumps, all that stuff, logs. And then, you know, 
it might suck for the first couple times and not, you know, <laughs> flying around every single unit. Yeah, or you're saving gas. Exactly. But if, <laughs> but if you get there and sit, I mean, shoot, take a long chair, your long chair, yeah. take some Gatorade, whatever you want to do. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And sit there and wait. You know, that's what I do. I mean, I did that to a guy this year. And uh, I mean, obviously he doesn't know, but um, he was up there bombing through these units and stuff. Well, he already looked off this landing mm-hmm. and uh, I pulled up there and stopped and He's driving through the top of the unit, but you can look down across um, in this draw. So I got out and set my spotter and everything up, and mm-hmm. he comes flying down. He's like, oh, man, I already looked through that. There ain't nothing up here. I was like, oh, it sounds good, man. I just like to look for myself. Mm-hmm. And he's like, whatever. We had three people looking, and they took off, and it was with five minutes I spotted a bear. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's uh. people, you know. And another thing is, you know, getting a, you know, binos or whatever with a tripod doesn't make a huge difference. You got to sit there and you can glass instead of moving around because mm-hmm. there's times that, you know, obviously if it's a bear in the wide open, it's kind of hard to miss. They're big black right. or whatever. Um, but if you get there and you start looking, shoot, looking the bottom draws with blackberries and all of a sudden you'll see a head or, you know, just stuff like that is yeah. take your time. You know, it's have fun with it. It's, you know, don't make it a huge race of trying to fly to every single unit. Right. Because you can overlook a ton of things. Well, there was a, there was a little, they're pretty good size unit that was really open. And then um, on each side of the unit, there's 15 year old reprods. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's thick. You can't see in it. And uh, this sow, we're sitting there for probably half an hour by now. And then um, this was the, uh, might've been actually, I don't know. This might've been one of the first bears we spotted. But anyways, um, I don't know how long that thing had been feeding, but it was pretty far out in the open when I spotted it. And we'd been sitting there for a while and it's like, there was not very many trees or bushes that thing could have hid behind, but there yep. was enough. Exactly. And all it went farther into the unit and I'm, I'm, I'm looking at another bear that I spotted and then Tanner's getting video of that one. And, um, I grab his attention to this other bear and then when we look back, it's gone. And then we're like, where in the heck did it go? And I'm trying to spot it. And then it just went just... You can't see everything in a unit when you think you can. Exactly. There's always those nooks and crannies. Yep. Well, it went down in this nook or cranny, and if you would have spent 10 minutes in that, on that spot looking, oh, there's nothing here, you would have drove off and left a bear in the one-third of the way into, into a unit. Exactly. I mean, it's just that's one thing that I've, I've really had to t- tell myself this year is slow down just because it doesn't, you know, just because it looks like the perfect unit if there's no sign move on man exactly like i've been i've been posting pictures of where's the bears i'm sitting in grass that's up to almost my knees yeah beautiful green lush grass it's like where's the bears it's like no one else is out here they're just not in that unit um and i've heard some theories uh tanner was talking to a gentleman i'm not sure who it was but um (laughs) it's actually a pretty good theory you know this is all theories because it's hard to prove right yeah um and and this will come for us full circle because i know that you um we were talking about this stuff earlier. I'm like, man, how do you know, what's this mean? But, uh, we had a pretty good, um, pretty good winter and, and, and the growth inside the timber. And I've noticed it. There's a lot of really nice lush green grass this year inside the timber. Yep. And, um, well, shoot half the trees are down. They got tons exactly, of sunshine. Exactly. And so you're getting a lot of nice newer growth inside the trees. So they're not having to come out like they do in the units. They can actually stay and get plenty of feed inside the trees this yep. year. So, you know, it's really hard to put your thing, you know, your finger on it and say that's the reason I'm not seeing bears. But I think with a culmination of, of of the population of hunters growing, um, and then also there's a ton of feed inside the trees this year. And and I took a picture of one spot and it looked like almost like a park 
like a meadow. Yeah. And uh, there was plenty of light, new light getting in from all the all the branches that were broken, like you're talking about, trees that fell over from the winter. And uh, I think that's a game changer. Yeah. Um, you know, bears are going to be where the feed's at. And if they're not going to get shot in the timber, which they're not, very, very highly likely they're going to be safe when they're not in the unit. If I was a bear, I'd be feeding in there. Exactly. I mean, you know, for the, the, like the most part, bears are very lazy. You know, they're, <laughs> they just kind of mope around yep. and, and, and kind of eat what's there, what whatever they can get at the easiest, you know, point. Um, you know, like you said, there's, there's lots, I mean, shoot this, like our ground where I hunt, it got yeah. so green so quick. Yeah. I mean, normally it takes a little bit longer, um, through like April and stuff before it starts getting the green grass and stuff. And it was like there right now. Yep. Um, and I pretty much noticed that basically everywhere I've went so far this year, um, that the vegetation is like insane. Yeah. You know, there's a lot more feed and I feel like it's like having, um, a, a, a rainstorm during an antelope hunt. Yeah. They're everywhere. They don't have to rely on water holes right now. You know, that just spreads all the animals out. And I kind of feel like that's kind of what's going on. But at the same time, um, you know, if you find those unpressured pockets, there's bears there most of the time like it's 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 still the same old you know you're still hunting the same animal maybe they're getting a little bit more educated maybe they're it's kind of like water it's just following the least you know like you said they're lazy the least path of resistance where there's food and where there's not pressure that's kind of just where they're going it's not like they're outsmarting us or anything exactly um so i mean you you had a day where you uh took somebody out and forgive me for not remembering who it was but you guys went out I think it was that day um, you got up late and you saw a bunch of bears in the middle of the day. And then in the evening, you didn't see one. Yeah. So, so we ended up, uh, we headed out. I mean, we didn't get up too crazy. Um, we had stuff that, I mean, we were working on the the night before. And so we ended up getting up and go, uh, had breakfast and made a trip out there. And it was like, bam, first thing. I mean, here's this bear right out in the middle of the wide open unit. I think it was like 11 o'clock. <laughs> And That's I mean, it, it, was, it was a good boar. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, and, you know, not like huge, but it, it was a good, respectful boar. And, uh, you know, the, we didn't get it. I mean, ended up missed shot, but it was a long ways. And so we had that one. And then, um, just a little bit after that, I spotted another one at noon hmm. right out. I mean, it was a warm day. It wasn't, it wasn't cold. Hmm. Um, you know, it was just a hot day and uh, had those ones. And then, um, we had one at, uh, two o'clock, I think like one fifty, two o'clock, two thirty. Um, <laughs> just feeding all day. Oh, that just caught me off guard. Cause I'm just, I pull up into this unit and we were actually trying to get over to a spot that I wanted to sit all evening. Um, so I was like, well, we'll just kind of hit a couple spots and look, you know, it's on the way just to make sure there's mm-hmm. nothing actually standing out in the unit and, uh, drove up glass for, I don't know, maybe 15 minutes at the most 20 minutes, turn around, drove back down and then go drive like literally 50 yards from where we were just sitting. Here's this bear that's been <laughs> sitting down here the whole time in this skunk cabbage right alongside the unit. Really? And uh, it was just enough for me to pull up and go, oh, hey, there's a bear. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it kind of just trotted off. Well, I was like, oh, that's crazy. I can't believe they're, you know, out right now. And uh, we went down like two other corners down there. And uh, here's this freaking monster chocolate walking down the road really yeah right right when you pull out through like uh the timber right into the the unit mm-hmm. the sucker's just right there and i'm like oh my god i might get out and kill this thing mm-hmm. and uh um this thing just kind of walks down the road obviously you know th- we weren't going to offhand the lapua and so it's kind of <laughs> more like oh well, that sucks i wish it was in the unit well mm-hmm. as soon as we said that here comes this freaking other big bear walks right up on the road and goes right up 
you know, there was a, I'm guessing a huge boar in the sound. It was a, a nice yeah. chocolate and then a big black bear. Hmm. And, uh, you know, that was all, I mean, shoot, that was like three o'clock. Really? And then we sat on our unit from, oh, five something till dark. And we never saw a bear in any of the other units glass and nothing came out. It was all during the midday. Really? Yeah. So that's what I'm talking about. There's got to be something going on to cause that. I mean, I mean, someone's got to figure that stuff out. And so, well, there's a thing that I used to use quite a bit. I actually just haven't redownloaded it on my phone. It's uh-huh. the solar lunar calendar. Yeah. Dude, that stuff works. Really? It does. And you know, we used to use that all for bears. I mean, with deer and elk and stuff like that, it, it does work. Um, but I just get so excited that I'll go out there. Don't matter <laughs> if it's the worst day ever. Right. Um, same with bears. I mean, same thing, but... Um, we've used that, should I used it for like, I don't know, three years or whatever had on my phone. And it was amazing how close when they said major movement was, mm-hmm. we would see the animals. I really? mean, it, yeah, it was pretty amazing. I mean, it's not, I, I don't know, it's too, not too expensive to buy on the app store, but it, uh, measures like, you know, I don't even know, I call the pressure and stuff when their animals are guesstimated to get up and feed and really, yeah, it's pretty neat. What would be, uh, the lunar if you can remember, what would be a hot lunar cycle? Like, what would be a good day? Oh, dude, I don't even... I mean, the uh, it, it changes. It, it totally changes on, like, where the sun's at and, and, oh, and really? whatever the pressure and stuff is. Yeah, because it changes. Each day, it's maybe the major movement is from, um, I don't know, like, 6 a.m. to 10. And then, you know, minor movement is from uh, 5 to 4 or 5 to 6.30 in the evening. Really? Or there's some days where it's at nighttime. Hmm. You know, so it's just, you know, like terrible movements through the whole day. Yeah. But well, I'll tell you, right when we got up on the mountain, um, those bears were already out and they went back into the timber at 6.15 yep. p.m. It was like, it's like almost backwards what you expect. I know. And uh, I'm like, how early were those suckers out, you know? Well, yeah, that's exactly, you know, it's, and that's another thing is, is taking your time is, uh, you can go, and there, there's tons of spots that I'll go to, and maybe it's a little reprod unit mm-hmm. um, that has pretty tall reprod in it, but it's just a small acreage of land, and there's like two good spots to look into it. Mm-hmm. But you could sit on that thing for five minutes to four hours, and all of a sudden a bear walks in it. Yeah. You know, if you know they're there, if you see the sign, um, I mean, I can, uh, I won't share like the whole story, um, but one of the spots I took a buddy to this year, we hiked in and sat there from 350 till dark and had one come out Hmm. with the last five minutes really yep man but i know they're there yeah and so nobody goes in there you're more willing to walk and hike and 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 sit there um you know that's all about doing your homework right well we found a couple new spots this year and and there was there were spots that were created from the winter storm that blew trees across roads that led to units and so i'm like okay that's changing that unit like that the whole like I know there used to be bears in that unit and there sure as hell is going to be bears in that unit now. Like no one's going in there. Yep. I was, I was the only set of boot tracks in that unit and, uh, haven't seen a bear in that thing all year, man. Really? I've been there like four or five times just, and you can glass it from the other areas that I'm hunting too. And it's like, why, why is there nothing in here? And there's know. not even a tore up stump in there. It just, it's just it's crazy. Weird. It just must be. Just, you know, I mean, there's something that they don't like. Something must have changed. More feed somewhere else. Yeah, you just you, know. you just never know what what goes on. But um, you know, that's a big thing for people. And it's it's I know a lot of guys are like, well, it's just a bear. Mm-hmm. You know, why am I gonna put this 
all this effort in for a bear. That's like, then why are you complaining about not, not shooting one? Yeah. 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 You know, if, if you, if you're really that into it and that, you know, and want to get one that bad, then putting in a couple extra miles or sitting a couple extra hours, it really isn't that big of a deal. Right. I'd say the biggest, the biggest factor for, for me, and I'm on that point where I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm probably going to start hunting some of my elk spots that behind, you know, gates and stuff yeah. where I know there's good units and there sure as hell is going to be bears behind there because I believe it. I mean, 100%. And I'm like, I'm almost, I want, I almost want it that bad. You know, yeah. like if another week goes by and I haven't filled my tag, I'm probably going to be pulling some stops and looking, I'm just going to bite the bullet, walk in five, six, seven miles and then get, yeah. it, get it done. Mm. Um, but at the same time, guys aren't willing to do that. And these are, like you said, these are the same ones because they're in the same boat I am. Um, you know, they're going what past success has told them to do. And you no, know, the kind of, I think kind of the game is changing to be honest with you. Like we've already kind of stated, but how bad do you want it? Exactly. That That's what it boils down to. And, and, uh, you know, shoot last year, I mean, for fall, I, I like the first part of Paul bear because it's kind of similar to, you know, this. Yeah. Um, and I had a buddy come down and, and we ended up hiking in, dude, it was, it was insane. I mean, we, we pushed it, but it was, it was one of the funnest times that we had for mm-hmm. actual bear hunting. Um, we hiked all the way in like five, six miles and, uh, slept overnight. Really? Yep. First thing in the morning, the bears were out. We, you know, we whacked one, but you know, it's shoot. We had two days to do it, hmm. you know, and we did it in those two days. It just, it's the bears will be there. They will be in those areas that don't have a lot of pressure. They got good feed. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just how long, you know, and how hard do you want to work for it um, because the opportunity is there. Right, right. Well, the, the I almost feel bad saying this because it's like almost from a selfish perspective. But in like the first two weeks, and I've said this a few times, the first two weeks of August, I believe, are the best two weeks in the whole calendar year for bears. Like there is nobody out in the woods. Yep. Not even scouting. Like I, I don't understand. Like even if you want to be – finding out where these deer and elk are before season. I don't run into anybody in the woods August 1st. Oh, no, dude. And it's, it's amazing hunting. Oh, it's crazy. And, and uh, you know, we'll probably get into a fall bear session, you know, more as the year goes by. Yeah. Uh, um, but, dude, just like, I mean, like last year, is it, it was crazy. Same thing you're saying. There wasn't much people out. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I don't even remember which. I think I shot one. I shot one on the, um, the, <laughs> eight, the, the 8th. And then uh, – took it up to ODF and, and checked it in. I'm like, Oh shoot. I might as well just buy my additional tag. Yeah. And then went back the ninth and shot one the next day. <laughs> you know, it was like, it was crazy. There's, yeah. there's bears everywhere. Right. Right. Well, it's, it's just, uh, you know, that kind of proves the theory in my, in my point that, you know, pressure is causing success or not success because we're talking about now there's no pressure. Those bears are, are on, berries and and now the the actual things that taste good oh yeah like white on rice and it's hard like if you can plan it right they're going to be there until that food source is gone until they've yep you know raped and pillaged that blackberry bush exactly and so um i've already got probably five or six units on my onyx for just from hunting spring bear that says or uh, uh fall bear spot yep fall bear spot And, and, and like okay they're not here right now but they will be Oh yeah. When these berries ripe, like there's, there's got to be a bear in here. Oh dude, it's, and, and, and that's a, and I think we talked about this a few podcasts, you know, before is, uh, about you wanting to shoot one with your bow. Yeah. And we kind of talked about what's your best areas and stuff like that. Uh, 
fall if you're really going to do it and you're out there archery hunting fall bear is going to be one of your best times to actually get it done with a bow um, i think i've killed three or four three something like that with my bow during the fall season mm-hmm. and it's not that i was out there hunting bears with my bow mm-hmm. um you know i was out there elk hunting and you're, you're walking the the logging roads you're popping out the side of units you got blackberries and everyone i've shot has been like oh hey i mean there's a bear eating blackberries like 10 20 yards from me um and your your odds are fantastic and it's fun <laughs> no i couldn't agree more so I, I'm a part of the bear hunting uh, pages on in the Oregon bear hunting pages. I don't know if you're on those at all on Facebook or not. Oh shoot, dude! I, I need to like upgrade my internet <laughs> because my phone never loads. Oh really? Yeah. So I can even like half the time I just pay so cheap for it and I spend money on hunting stuff that it don't bother me. That's funny. I know it's ridiculous. Well, there's um, I'm getting a lot of the uh, you know I'm hunting this elevation. I'm hunting. I'm still hunting in the snow. It's like wow, you're hunting really high. Um, I'm, I'm hunting in the snow or just below the snow line and there's not a lot of grass and, 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 uh, you know, the, the guys are just trying to figure it out. Yeah. Um, so for, for somebody that's trying to find a good spot or isn't seeing bears in what they consider should be a good spot, when do you pull out and, and hit a new area? So if I'm in an area and I'm like, let's say I've been in there for, um, like a week or not even that, maybe three, four days. I mean, it just totally depends on, on what the area looks like. Mm-hmm. If you're legit in there and you're not seeing any bear sign and there's no activity there, I mean, there could be a big bear. I mean, you know, a lot of remote areas, there's always going to be a bear. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're not seeing any sign, anything like that, um, freaking, you know, go somewhere else. Yeah. Um, you're, you're hunting sign. Cause as soon as you start finding sign, then the bears will show up. You know, don't hunt the bears necessarily. Um, go to your areas. What looks good? What's the feed look like? Um, is there drainages? Is there is there water somewhere? Um, you know, and just kind of check out all those scenarios about, you know, if, if you were a bear, would you live there? Um, where could you go? Where could you escape to if somebody was here? Um, if, if there's a road up here and there's noise, where, where could you bail out at? Where could you hear? Where could you see? Right. Stuff like that. Um, and then once you start finding those areas you know, start looking at the height of reprod, newer units, uh, um, you know, old growth timber, regular timber, mm-hmm. um, and start checking out those places. And then, you know, all, all the, the bear sign and all of a sudden you start putting in your hours and boom, there's a bear. Yeah. Like I said, it was, it was a struggle just to get four bears. And then I, I just kind of feel like persistence was, was in, and I see your shirt there, persistent hunter thing. And I'm like, uh, I think when I said it, when I sent you the text message, nine bears, persistence, yep. baby, or something exactly, like that. Yep. Or, or no, my, I said, I'm a persistent hunter. I, yeah. I remember that was funny. <laughs> and, uh, and you know, there's a lot to it. I mean, if you just go, you keep going you're, and you're getting disappointed, why keep doing the same thing that's ending in failure? I mean, that's the definition of, an, of insanity, right? Exactly. You're doing the same same loops. You're doing the same units. You're doing the same amount of time on units. Try doing those units backwards. Maybe. Exactly. You know, try spending more time on this unit. I mean, or just hit a different another freaking area. I mean, if you're not seeing, what do you have to lose? Exactly. Right. Yeah, you can't see any less if you're not seeing nothing. Exactly. <laughs> that's a good point. Yep. Yeah. You know, because I, I, me and Tanner, we've been hitting areas and. Uh, it's nice having a few guys that I share spots with now because I'm like, uh, uh, you have enough spots where I'm like, I should have went to that other spot today. Like, yep. I wonder what's out there. And you're not even thinking about where you're at because there's no bears below you in the unit. Now I have like, 
a couple buddies i'm like i hope you know they're checking that spot while i'm hunting here and so it like gets rid of all my doubts and stuff all that i wonder if <laughs> oh dude, it's nice it's, to have an extra guys uh, I, I totally understand you there i mean shoot the uh there's been times like it even happened this year we were all the way down on the coast hunting and and uh, it, it was a very i mean we were seeing quite a bit of people weren't seeing the bears that i was wanting to anything big and um, we're down there, and I'm like, oh, my God, I know exactly where we need to go. <laughs> so we bailed out and drove an hour and something really? all the way back to another spot and walked in there, and sure enough. Really? Yep. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it, it's when you know there's something there, you know yeah. the feed's there, you know nobody's there, um, and you get that what if. I mean, it's, it's hard sometimes. I mean, I've been sitting on units for three, three hours, and I stand up like every hour, and okay, I'm leaving. And it's like, you know what? You, I got to sit. Really? There's something that something's going to come out and in a lot of times something does yeah. and it just goes to show you that waiting a little bit more is totally worth it. I can honestly say I've never sat on a unit for more than an hour. Yeah. It sucks, honestly. but it's worth it. Yeah. I mean, now that I think about it, I'm like, I'm listening to you talk here. I can't think of a time I've ever, I think the longest I've ever sat on a unit is probably 40 minutes without seeing a bear and then I leave. Yeah. I don't think, <laughs> I don't know anybody in my hunting group that, uh, sits as long as I do. Really? Yeah. If, if uh, it might drive them crazy, um, <laughs> you know, and, and we all see bears, but it just, it, it's just, you know, it's a different hunting tactic. Uh, if I know they're there, I'm more willing to, to wait for them. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times is like nowadays, if you're hunting a public land situation and, and uh, you go and check this area out and shoot, it's happened to me a couple of times this year that I'm on a good unit, but I know that I've seen a bear in this area the week prior, even though I've seen them in both. Mm-hmm. And this one's not out. I'm like, dude, I gotta, I gotta leave and go hit the set of the area, bomb all the way across, get there right, you know, right before dark, and there's a rig sitting there. Oh, yeah, I and hate so, that. So if you if you get there a little bit earlier, you know, you get there two hours, two and a mm-hmm. half hours, or whatever. It doesn't matter, whatever. Um, before dark, you park, you walk into that area, and you commit yourself to I'm sitting here. You know, I know there's bears here. If I leave and go to another spot, now I'm risking getting to that other area, and there's somebody there. Mm-hmm. You know, you picked your area, you have that for the night. I do that same thing. And and just sit and wait. Yeah. Yeah. I'm always wondering, Mike, if I'm in a spot and I don't like it and I'm trying to like, okay, where else can I go? And I'm like, okay, I, I know there's probably somebody else there already. And you're trying to like risk versus reward exactly. kind of thing. Um, I do kind of want to get into later spring tactics because I um, ran across a cow the other day and I heard um, spotted cow or spotted calves have, have started hitting the ground. So um that's it's about that time and uh, i saw one cow i felt bad i came up to the unit and uh it, it just looks like she was a sumo wrestler i mean she just looked like she's about to give birth oh yeah and uh she's just looking at me like this i'm like i'm not i'm not doing anything i'm like 250 yards from me just lay stay stay she gets up and then she's like wobbling oh you know out of the unit and i'm like i felt so bad uh but they're they're dropping you know, oh, yeah. the calves are dropping. Uh, so if, if you were wanting to call one in, now would be the time. Yep. Uh, it's now till the end of season, in my opinion. And, and I have called them in before on accident during archery season. Yep. Um, so if you're wanting to try something like that, and I might, I might try that, you know, just set up in a good spot and try it. Um, but also, uh, what are some other season, uh, seasonal, late season spring tactics that you, you found? Because right now the, like you said, that big chocolate with the uh, with the big black bear. Yep. These these boars are going to cover a shit ton more ground. 
Exactly. And, and uh, it's actually um, when my buddy Joey, he just killed a bear last week or uh-huh. last week, and I, I believe. So that bear that he actually saw, it was a few days before, had small cubs. Hmm. So there is a big bear, big boar that actually is in that area. Killed the and, cubs. And that's what we're thinking because he, you know, obviously he didn't shoot it because it had these two little footballs with it. Uh-huh. And um, he went back up and knew, I don't know if it was a week later or whatever that he spotted that one. Hmm. And he spotted that bear in the same unit. First thing he saw, oh, sweet. You know, that's the, the bear with the cubs. And mm-hmm. he said he watched it for like an hour and 45 minutes. Hmm. And it moved all the way through. And it's a huge unit. And um, he watched it and watched it and watched it and watched it, and there was no cub to be found. Oh. And, um, you know, so he ended up, you know, shooting it because it was an old bear. Um, but uh, these boars are going around, they're killing the cubs. You know, I've seen that many a times. Um, and then uh, they're obviously, they're, they're killing the calves. Right. Um, and uh, so you're going to start seeing those big boars that move around. Did you see that video I posted last week at that giant bear? That chocolate that was moving down through the unit? I don't think I did. Dude, it was the probably one of the largest bears that I've ever spotted. And it was a chocolate? Yep. Really? Yeah, and we, we hunted <laughs> our butts off really? to try to get on that thing. And, uh, oh, it looks like a grizzly. Really? It looks like a freaking grizzly. Huh. It is insane. And um, he was out. Oh, shoot. I, well, I first spotted him on a rock, like this huge rock quarry. It didn't even look right. I'm mm. like, dude, that's a, that's a freaking monster bear. And, uh, yeah, just out in the middle of the day, cruising, really? cruising down through. We, we couldn't get on him. And he was, it was in tall stuff, but those big bears towards the end. Um, so, so the guys that actually have your tags don't get discouraged because you actually have a higher percent, you know, percentage to kill bigger bears because those boars are going to be out cruising. Really? Yep. So the, the opportunity to kill with a bow, I would say probably decreases cause they're on the move, man. I yeah. mean, but, um, you know, I, I I think I feel like it's almost like a buck looking for a doe. They're just stupider. Yep. Um, so you might catch them out in the middle of the day more often right now. What would you say there? Yeah. Well, another thing is if you guys are seeing sows and cubs mm-hmm. and they have little little guys, definitely be hitting those units again. Really? Because those bigger bears, you know, if they can come in and kill the cubs, they'll mm-hmm. put that sow back in heat. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you got a couple units where you're seeing, um, you know, bears with fresh little cubs. Yeah. You know, definitely be paying attention to those because sooner or later a boar could show up, try to kill those cubs. Um, I never yeah. thought about that. Yep. Yeah, because we the the all the cubs we've seen this year have been you know about the size of a toaster. Yeah, and they're just tiny for this year's cubs. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I know there's monster bears in this drainage, so maybe maybe it's worth just going back there and sitting. Well, with I the mean long gun. the the sow had to get pregnant somehow you know if <laughs> right. you look at it like in, well in i know that of, aspect. Uh, i know of three 200 to 250 pound boars that got killed out of that one drainage last year yeah so i mean that's yeah so they're i mean they're 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 in there and there has to be something else that moves in i mean yeah uh, I, i'd be interested to learn more maybe you know a little bit about it you know what the the, the dynamic between boars and when you take one out what would happen in that drainage so what i basically th- i mean we, we've had this before is it might take a year or so it's same thing like with cougars mm-hmm. you know if you get a i mean when i killed my cougar um up behind my house um it was within a week we had another cat there oh really yeah i mean we shoot between us and our neighbors i think we've killed over 10 cats jesus um behind our property uh-huh. um you know the same thing is going to be kind of with the bears is it may take it a little while but if you have a phenomenal area and you shoot that boar out of there mm-hmm. you know just like you're shooting you know an elk if you mm-hmm. kill a big six pointer big herd bull 
you know, it's within a week or so during September and you have another herd bull that's going to come pick oh, up yeah. those cows. Yeah. It's kind of going to be the same, you know, thing with the bears. Um, it may take a little bit because you might have a bear that's used to having that dominant bear in that unit or that drainage. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, there's a reason why he was there. You know, it's only a matter of time, maybe a year, maybe be two years, but there'll be another big bear back in the area. Right. Well, it's, it's kind of like watching a small bear in a unit and how cautious they are. Yes. You know, like you saw one and you posted a picture and he was kind of scoping out the unit before yep. he went in there. Dude, that was the coolest thing yeah. I've ever seen. Yeah. And, uh, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. I was, I was actually across the way glassing and, um, you know, it was <laughs> just like, I noticed this black thing in this tree and I didn't even think anything of it. I'm just like, yeah, it's kind of, <laughs> I don't even know what that is. And, uh, I got done glassing, didn't see much and. Um, I'm like, you know, I'm going to throw the binos on that. And I could not freaking believe it. <laughs> there was a, I mean, it could have been, I don't know, maybe like 80 to 110 yeah. pounds. Yeah. That's what I was thinking um, about a hundred pound bear. But dude, there, I mean, prime example, there could have been, um, a, another, a bear that chased it up there, or I don't even know what the, maybe you want a tree stand. I don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was the freaking craziest thing. Yeah. That was pretty cool. I, I just, I don't know. That's just part of bear hunting. It's like. Name another animal you could maybe a cougar, I guess that you yeah. could, that you could be glassing. I'm like, what the hell is that thing doing the thirty feet up in the tree? You're yep. not gonna get that with deer hunting. Oh no, no. <laughs> I hope not, because then it would be change the game. <laughs> yeah, that would be freaking crazy. But uh, uh, he's just. I mean, I thought it was hilarious. So there, there had to have been something in that unit that he he had to go up there or she, whatever it was, yep. um, to get up there and see. You know. Shit, is there anything out there? You know, do I need to be a little cautious about something? And, yeah. and maybe he smelt a bigger bear in that area and he wanted to go up there and look. I don't know. I mean, you just, yeah. Um, it'd be interesting to see what that little guy was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's all part of, of bear hunting. So if you guys are, are getting discouraged out there, uh, you're not seeing bears, change it up. Maybe, maybe change your routes or change the way that you're looking at units, sit longer on the units that you think hold bears. I would say sit on the units longer with more cover. Exactly. Uh, you know, if you have a wide open grass unit, it's, I like those units cause you can kind of pull right up to them. Like, okay, there's nothing here. And you can come back later to them and see if anything's came out into the unit. Yep. It takes literally 10, less than 10 minutes, five minutes to, to, to know for sure. Exactly. You know, uh, but these units that have lots of cover, lots of dips, lots of nooks and crannies, reprod, which I, I got messaged a few times. Reprod is regrown, uh, reproduction timber, you know, um, guys over East, you know, they don't really have that term over there. So yeah, it's just re- reproductive, reproductive timber. Um, I, you know, I call it th- a lot of shit reprod. That's actually not reprod shit. That's too thick to hunt. <laughs> exactly. Or you like, know. you know, like tick infested farms. Yeah. Yeah. The ones you walk through and you got like 12 of them How on many you. ticks have you had this year? I don't even want to know. Dude. I, I had 14 in one day. Did you? Yeah, it was how, terrible. How many have you had bite you? Uh, one. Oh, I'm up to like six. Yeah. I probably got Lyme disease. going to yeah. die soon. Well, if people, good thing about Lyme disease, I heard it takes like a 24 hours and then your chances, um, if it's not in you for 24 hours, your chances are extremely low. Perfect. I'm good. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm catching them like almost as soon as they bite me because it's like, what the hell is that? Like, yeah, it hurts. I, yeah, I knock on wood. And yeah. it was totally my fault, too, because we were going down there, and one of my friends he was like, yeah, you know, we've been down here in tons of ticks. I'm like, I don't get ticks. <laughs> and I, I'll get one on my sleeve every once really? in a while. And uh, first unit I walked out to, I had three on me. Ooh, yeah. And it, it's been downhill ever since. Yeah, I've been hunting, um, and, and I'm like, just, I'll start, uh, it sounds like I have Tourette's, you know, it's like, ah, I throw a tick off me and throw it out the window, and, and it's like, <laughs> again? Again? It's like, dude, I, 
it's, it's not my fault I'm so hot and juicy, I guess. I don't know. Oh, I dude, mean, it's... They're, uh, they're the most pointless creature. <laughs> they're yeah. the dumbest thing ever invented. Stupid. Stupid ticks. Yeah. I can't stand them. Um, I, I did come up, uh, in closing here, uh, I did come up with a new way of um, of measuring bears and um, judging a bear. And it's it's called the road factor. And so... I told Tanner this the other day, and he thought it was spot on. He thought it was on point. Hey, um, <laughs> no pun intended. Pun intended, yeah. Um, and I guess what you would do is I'm, I'm stuck on the fence whether you would add 50 pounds or add 50% of the body weight to the bear if it's standing on the road because the, there's the convenience factor of just shooting it when it's like right above or really near a road. You that- add 50 pounds. I would, or or maybe ten percent of the body weight. I mean, that's got to be a rule. It has to be. <laughs> well, dude, the cool thing about bears is, you know, it doesn't matter how old or how small they are, mm-hmm. they're not a forked horn or a four point or a six point. So you can stand back as far as you want to make them suckers <laughs> look big. Yeah. And so you do have that that's going for you. So yeah. you could easily add fifty pounds on a road bear. Oh yeah, I'd yeah. totally give it to you. Yeah, yeah, the road factory just for con- con- convenience, man. Yeah, I mean. I've seen a couple, and that 125-pound sow would have been 175, and that was a shooter with a white chest patch. Oh, yeah, I should have shot that thing. Yeah, that's uh, freak. See, I'm not this lucky. <laughs> Joey, Joey, my buddy, he is really lucky when it comes to shooting bears in good spot. Basically anything when it comes to shooting is really? in a good spot. Yeah, he uh, went up on, it was, I don't know, two years ago or whatever, and uh, spotted this. I don't know, it was like a 125-pound bear or whatever it was, 150-pound <laughs> bear maybe. And uh, it was in the unit, and he was like, no, there's no way I want to pack it out of that. <laughs> I mean, it literally was not in this unit very far. Really? <laughs> and uh, he's like, we could totally find one, you know, in a different spot. He's like, it's not that big. He's like, if I had my bow, I totally would have tried it. Yeah, I get and, that. Uh, so we went back the next day, and, you know, we got a park, and obviously walk back in there. It's all kind of like, you know, like a little road. Mm-hmm. And uh, we get back in there, and Joey's like, are you kidding me? He's like, "This the bear is standing on the road. He's like, it's a shooter now. <laughs> it's a shooter. And we, we walk around there, and he gets a rest on this old growth log. And I'm sitting back here going, I can't believe this guy. I was like, I shot a bear <laughs> in the worst spot and packed it out this year. And here's Joey again, mm-hmm. and he shoots this thing. <laughs> and it dumps in the road. We had to drag it out of the little skid road to take a picture. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That, that's hey, his luck. The road factor. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. like, dude, he's like, I don't care how big it is. If it's yeah. in the road. <laughs> <laughs> I like this guy. Yeah. Uh, he freaking cracks me up. Smarter, not harder, right? Yep. Uh, but, well, any any clothing clo- closing thoughts here, man? No. Um, biggest thing for people is, you know, it bear hunting can be really fun. It can be really discouraging is uh, trust your instincts when you're going out there and you are spotting um, really good sign is, is know that they are there. You know, the stumps just don't magically rip themselves apart at right. nighttime. Um, you know, sit a little bit longer on stuff. Um, if it's not working, um, maybe change it up. Maybe go to another one of your units that has good sign and sit there. But I would say minimum, if you're getting a good bear sign in those units, sit at least an hour till dark. You know, if you can, if you can get away with parking down the hill and no one's going to drive up through that unit, mm-hmm. park down below and maybe in the timber and then walk up there, get set up. Um, it is really nice to be in an area you're set up, you got your gun ready, everything's, you know, ready mm-hmm. to rock and roll and everything's calm. Right. You're not up there. You're not in a hurry. You know, you're not trying to hurry up and get a shot right at the last second. Um, 
and, and you just slow down, have fun with it. That's basically the thing is, is just trust yourself, you know, look at new areas if need be, but uh, really pay attention to your sign and, and, and wait a little bit longer. Yeah. I think that's a great tip. And, and, uh, I appreciate you coming back on the show, man. And hopefully this is a shot in the arm to guys and girls out there that haven't got it done yet. Aren't seeing the bears and are, are getting frustrated. And I always, uh, in closing, you know, I call frustration failure without knowing why or failure without understanding. And I, that's frustration. If you don't know why you're not seeing bears and, and you have no idea and you can't fix it, that's frustrating. It is. So when you can start piecing these things together and saying, well, here's why I'm not seeing bears. Most likely I can go to this area, increase my chances. You're going to start, you're going to start getting some rid of some of those frustrations. It's going to start piecing together for you. And I just feel if you know, like, like your slogan thing, if you're just a persistent hunter, man, exactly. Keep after it. That's how you figure it out. Yeah. Podcasts are going to help. You know, they're going to help. They're going to maybe get you out in the woods. Maybe another time, you know, maybe I can do it, but failing forward and, and, and getting those successes through hard work and just persistence, that's going to make you a better bear hunter. It, it is. And, and that's, you know, from bear hunting to anything. And, uh, you know, that's, that's why I, I, I did that is with the persistent hunter thing mm-hmm. is it's not a, it's not a, a brand. It's not a logo. It's not something to make anybody anything. Mm-hmm. It's something that you can say and go, you know what? I need to work harder. If I just work a little harder at this, I'm a little more persistent. Right. Um, it's going to happen, you know, and it's, it's supposed to be a positive vibe for you, you know, to, to encourage yourself through mm-hmm. hard situations. Um, I love what you say about the failure that it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's the cool thing about podcasts is we're able to reach more people that are having difficulties that, you know, we couldn't before without podcasts. Yeah. So, you know, trust yourself, believe in yourself, um, you know, and, and just be persistent in that aspect, you know, and take some knowledge. You know, we're not the best hunters in the world, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, we're trying to help, you know, do the best we can to help other people. Yeah. Well, let's, uh, let's end on a high note there then, man. I appreciate you coming back on. Give yourself a shout out real quick. Where can people find you? So you can guys go to my Instagram. I do have a Facebook. I don't use it too much. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, my, I think my Instagram is just Derek Carlton, Derek, okay. Derek J. Carlton. You can go on check it there. If you have any me- or any questions, you can message me or Garrett. Yeah. Um, we'll both be more than healthy or uh, happy to help um, yeah. the best we can. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thanks for, uh, thanks for tuning into this one, Derek. Thanks for coming back yep, on the show. Absolutely. Thank and you. we'll have you back on the sh- soon. I'm getting <laughs> sounds so, good. Man. All right. See you dude. All right, everybody, hopefully you got something out of this, some tips or tactics, some ideas to go out and help you finish strong on spring bear season here with the final couple weeks coming down. And I still have a tag in my pocket, and I am I am totally going to hit it hard right now today as I'm recording this. It's actually thundering and lightning outside, so I won't be hunting tonight. But uh, this weekend, probably we'll get out after it, Memorial, you know, Memorial weekend. Uh, probably be out there with the best of them trying to fill my tag and uh, just wish everybody the best of luck so as always if you can go on to www.onpointpodcast.com and uh, sign up for the newsletter and like i said in the intro you know there's going to be a lot of really cool information on there for the content future content that's coming out to keep you guys updated and you won't you won't miss anything there and then also i really want to work hard on trying to get discounts from these uh products and manufacturers that i like 
for products that I use and believe in and really just try to save you guys money to get the best gear you can and be become you know as efficient and capable and really just have a great time out in the woods when you go. So that newsletter is going to be coming out here this summer and uh, it's not going to be a bunch of spam, you know, maybe one a month, one every two months and uh, just really want to want to up, up the game there and try and offer you guys as much as I can for information and discounts. So thanks everybody for listening. I will see you on the next one. Bye.